transitions over <laughs> not even like turn down the volume a little you know like a one two one two <laughs> yeah i don't care that much anyways wow i just realized that this is the last one for the season season one we did it hi i don't know if we're getting renewed or we're getting <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, do you know the new show, The Fix? It's getting canceled. Well, I haven't started it yet, oh, but it's so you keep telling me good. And I just f- keep forgetting. It's my new scandal, but it's so good to what me. What network is it on? It's on Hulu. Oh, it's a Hulu original. I don't know if it's Hulu original, but it's on Hulu. I think okay. it's either on. I don't know, but it's on Hulu. <laughs> It's on Hulu. <laughs> the Fix is such a great show in my eyes. <coughs> and finally, Stars getting canceled, but I just don't appreciate how they ended the first season. I mean, the last the season finale. That was so dumb, and I'm still mad. Yeah, like, you chose the last episode to make it the littest episode ever. Bro. And Empire got renewed over Star? Well, Ugh. it had more of a storyline. Yes, but the way that star ended, I feel like it deserves at five to ten last um, closure type episodes. Hopefully, they have like a, a like a series finale where there's like three or four episodes left. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, more people are upset than I uh, like pictured being upset. Like. Twitter was in an uproar for the right. past couple of days about it. Like, their petitions and their hashtag Save I'm Star. Done. <laughs> save Star? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. But. I was actually shocked to see that on my timeline. But. Uh, and I'm so sad. Um, the Kids Are Alright are getting, is getting canceled. I don't know if you heard of that cool show. The Cool Kids? The Cool Kids is getting canceled, but The Kids Are Alright. What's that? that? It's like a Malcolm in the Middle, but it happens in the 60s, and it's so hilarious. Oh. But it's like a Malcolm in the Middle type show, but it got canceled. But the Cool Kids, I knew it was going to get canceled because it's still on its first season, and it started last summer. (laughs) So the fact that it's almost summertime and you're only on episode 22, (sighs) I think it just ended, actually, because the way the last episode ended was like, a friend's anniversary, so I knew it was done. Mm, okay. You have 22 episodes and it lasted a whole year. <clears throat> Something's wrong with that. <laughs> but okay. <sighs> I have to vent today before we get into Let's our do it. physical touch. Okay. <clears throat> so today, <laughs> I had a client. Okay, so. Let's just say, over the weekend, I put Marley twists in my hair because um, I'll be out of town for the next couple of days. And, you know, as a, a black girl, I'm not going to say African-American because I hate that phrase. 
it is not the easiest to travel with hair products. Bro, that's literally the only reason why I got my hair done too. But right. Go ahead. Okay. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was I just complaining just now or was I just stating a fact? You were literally just stating a fact. Okay. So today, one of my clients come in session and he looks at me and he goes, why did you do that to your hair? The way you had it last week was okay, but now it just looks, ugh. So I said, oh, you don't like it? And he goes, no. So by now you can tell what culture he is. And by the way, let me just give you some context. I work in Georgia. I'm not going to name my agency. So he he goes, ugh. So I'm like, you know Obviously not Atlanta people, because that's a highly populated black area. Oh, no, yeah. North Georgia. Yeah, one of the more vanilla parts of Georgia. So he goes, ugh. So I'm like, you know what? He's like, "Mm, to be honest, no. I'm like, that's okay. You don't have to like it. I appreciate who I am, and I'm not worried about what other people think about me. And as for you, that's something you might need to work on because you come into the session weekly worried about what others think about you. And so... You better. (laughs) And so he goes, oh, but why did you do it, though? Like, your hair was fine. And I said, well, you know, in a couple days, I'm going out of town, and with my hair type, because I wasn't trying to say black people... Because mm-hmm. not only black people have thick hair, yeah. but with my hair type, it's easier to put it in twists than it is to carry around hair products because, you know, we have to do it overnight. And he's trying to say, oh, my hair is hard to do. I said, oh, really? <laughs> but, I mean, it might be a little easier for you not to downplay your struggle because you could just rub up a brush and just brush your hair back because he has long hair. And for me, I have to do my hair overnight and then the next day take it out. And then he goes, why do, never mind. And so I said. Was he going to say, why do black people? No, no, no. Just, just wait. Okay. Because I have had clients be like, um, you know, they, they, I basically, they feel like black is a swear word or something. Okay. It's like, okay, kids, it's not. Well, he said, why do, never mind. I don't want to sound racist. I've gotten that before too, several times. I stopped what I was doing and I turned around and I looked at him and I said, say it. And he goes, I don't want to sound racist though. I'm sorry. I just was thinking. So I said, the fact that you said it out loud means that you want to ask the question. It's probably a question that you need to ask so that you can get educated. And don't embarrass yourself later. There you go. Say it. Well, I was going to ask, why do black people always sound like they're complaining? I instantly went to my chair and sat down, crossed my legs and said, excuse me, was I complaining just now? Because just now I was just saying that my hair was hard to do because of all the products that I have to use. It's thick, but I wasn't complaining. And he goes, no, no, I know, I know. I just didn't want, you know, I was just wondering because like... Well, and I was like, you know, black people are not the only people that complain. And he goes, Ooh, child. I know, but some cultures complain more than others. I I don't know what it was, but the Holy Spirit. Where's your proof? Holy Spirit held me back <laughs> so hard. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> because honestly, oh my gosh, I said, really? And the thing is, I said, I'm not complaining. Am I upset right now? And I pointed to my face and he goes, 
no. And I could tell that he thought that I was coming for his life, but he knew that I was just asking questions. And I said, oh, because last I checked, I wasn't upset. I was just stating something. And next time, if you have a question that pertains to race, don't just stop and say, never mind, I don't want to sound racist. Mm -hmm. I'd rather you ask the question so that you can get educated and learn than for you to shut up and think something that you are thinking wrong about it. Mm -hmm. And so the conversation went on to like, I'm not racist. Let me tell you, I'm not racist to the point where I hate rednecks. And I said, so that means you are racist then because racism doesn't mean hate towards just black people it you know and he's like well how can a white person be racist towards another white person that doesn't make any sense oh my gosh and then he made a joke where he's like i live in the hood so that means i'm half black all right ha ha all right in my head i was like no honey you don't live in the hood hood because if you live in the hood hood then you wouldn't be saying the comment that you said to me before Mm -hmm. but on the way home from work today, that's when I got angry. At work, I felt like, oh, wow, Candace, you held your ground. But on the way home from work, that's when I was like, what? Are you kidding me? So does that mean that every time a black person opens their mouth, we sound like we're complaining? I'm just irritated after the the whole story. I just Right, you're irritated because now it's like, now, like, we can't even defend ourselves because then we're going to sound like we're angry. Mm-hmm. And then the thing is, like, I called up my, my coworker. Um, she works at another school, but we work for the same agency. And she was rolling on the floor because I just needed someone who was a part of the same agency and same color as me to listen to me. And so she, I told her, you need to call me. And she was rolling and... She was like, well, let me tell you a little bit about our history. And I was so ready to be like, listen, 40 acres and a mule. And you talk about us complaining and we never got what we promised. We have all right to complain. Okay. (laughs) So that was my day today. And that was the first time I've ever encountered something like, I think, racially or prejudiced towards me racially charged there you go personally mm-hmm. in america hmm. and the fact of the matter is i had to ask him which i should never have to ask do you think that me being your therapist is going to interrupt your treatment and he said no i'm offended you would ever ask me that i said well i have to ask you that out of respect because of the comment that you just made sheesh I'm shook. Like, should we have we even talk about physical touch now after this? Because, <laughs> like, I'm ready to go to war. Right. I'm sorry. I thought about, like, maybe I should bring this up, but I was like, but this is the perfect platform. And then I was like, oh. We have to ask, why does... I mean, there could be several different ways where he got that picture from. Yeah. It could be from movies, because... There's almost always a black Movies, character that's lifestyle angry. from home, home style, like yeah. And that's this is the sucky thing, like white people in particular part of America, because mm-hmm. I don't want to say all. They will always say I'm not racist, and they'll welcome you, but deep down they will always think that you're a, t- a teeny bit better than them. 
the white homeless that person. They're better than you, right? Right. My bad. So the white person <clears throat> on the corner begging for money, he could be on his like bum broke and have nothing left to him and still think he's better than you because he's white. And that's the America we live in today. And I know that we shouldn't compare ourselves to socioeconomics, but at the end of the day, technically, I'm winning if I'm making this amount of money, mm-hmm. but I'm still not good enough to you as a person because of the, the color, color of my skin. skin. Mm-hmm. Or, no matter how many letters we have behind our name, thank you. we're still seen as uneducated thank you. because of the color of our skin. Thank you. And, not to add... It sucks for black women because we're minorities within a minority, especially in the workforce. I guess it depends on your industry, but women are still, you right. know, seen as less than as well. Ugh, man. Okay. Yeah. Because that therapy session, I was like, listen, <sighs> this is not the reason why you walked into this door today. So we're going to get into our treatment. Oh my gosh. Like, was one client I have. Everyone that looks remotely Hispanic is Mexican to her. Oh and the last session she was like, Mexicans are so ugly and they're short. And like, <laughs> I have, to my knowledge, no ounce of Hispanic blood running through my veins. That doesn't matter to me. But You're I was ready human. to like pick her. How Uncle Phil used to do jazz, I was ready to pick her up and throw her out the door of my office. <laughs> Just throw the whole client away. <laughs> <coughs> what? Oh my gosh. And that's not the first time she said something crazy like that. Um, but it's always geared toward Hispanics. I'm just like, are you afraid to gear toward black because I'm black? Or you truly think that Hispanics are the scum of the earth? Like, she literally... Man, I just she makes me so upset. So I try to challenge her. It's like, have you um, met a Hispanic that was tall? She said they're all short. Or have you tried to befriend one or whatever? Basically, mm-hmm. trying to get her to see that not every single person that looks Hispanic is Mexican, um, or just because they speak Spanish that they're Mexican. Like she's literally like. Everyone with dark hair and olive tone or tan skin is Mexican. And they, if they speak Spanish and they're short. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Oh, man. And I guess it shouldn't surprise me because in the city that I work in, like, last summer when I first, when I, when I was an intern, <clears throat> there's two, three black people. Hold on, pause. Mm-hmm. Do you mind if we do a, a bonus episode for the season because I realize we're going 15 minutes in and there's so much coming in to my head. Listen, I'm for it. And the thing is, like, this is a part of love languages because this is love for human race. Mm Mm-hmm. I see what you did there. Thank you. Continue. (laughs) All right. Anyways, okay, so we're just going in (laughs) for the... We're diving in deep right now and we're going to talk about love languages next week. We'll do the last one next week. Yeah. Or the week after, because that trip is probably going to have us dead. Oh, wait. That's true. Wow. Okay. So, we'll get... We'll, you know, we'll keep you guys updated when the last love language is going to come. Um, so, yeah. Last summer, when I first started interning, where I now work, um, 
three black people, two girls and one guy. Um, and <laughs> someone told me that they answered the phone and they didn't, their parents or grandparents or whoever had custody of a child client, um, called and was like, I don't remember her name, but the colored girl. You told me this before. I know, I and told I you this. <laughs> I still get boils. I still get boils. Oh. <laughs> boils. <laughs> like, what? The color... <clears throat> and um <laughs> the person that answered the phone is actually indeed a racist like I know for a fact um but anyways he came to me and was like well he thought it was funny and I go I just wanted to slap him honestly and I almost did but like I would like to keep my job or my placement. Um, <laughs> he was also in my program. But anyways, that's another story for another day. <sighs> so he shared that with me. And he was like, next time someone does that, I'm going to ask them, what color were they? Purple? Or... But, I'm okay, so proud. But, okay. I'm the thing so is, proud. I was proud of that too, but I know for a fact that he is like 100% racist. Like, the guy that always wore the Trump hat. Not, yeah. not that that equates people with being racist, but like, there have been conversations had that I know for a fact. Like, between like me and I. Like the MAGA hat? Yes. Mm. <clears throat> that same guy that I've talked about before, but I know he's racist. It may not be every toward every single race and he may not be like um think that every single black person or hispanic person is superior right. or inferior because um, he'll develop like his godmother is black but he does indeed have some racist tendencies and oh uh, i was just like every time i think about that um i just it just Oh, it makes my blood boil. You know what the sad thing is? Especially being in the South, a lot of these kids were born into this racism. And yes. until they get out of it and view the world for their own, they will just be racist just because. And I had another client who said that, okay, so she attempted suicide and had to go to the hospital for like a couple of days and stuff, do rehab, whatever. And she said she met some kids in the same unit and Did she ev- go to Parker. I'm not allowed to say where she went. I mean I'm not trying to see if I know her, but I just I always ask that when people say they went to hospital anyways, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, <clears throat> I mean I guess they don't there's no way for me to find out who it was. That's true. I was like, you don't even know who she is. Yes, yeah, she went to Park Ridge. Okay. And so, um, anyways, so she was like, yeah. And the funny thing is, like, I'm, th- that was the first time I actually made friends with black people. And I was like, what? Don't you have black people in your school? And she said, yeah, but I never really was close to them or tried to make friends with them. I didn't trust them because I just thought they were just you know, untrustworthy due to what society had stigmatized them to be. Wow. But the minute that she had, she was forced into an environment where Mm -hmm. she had to spend the night with these kids in the hospital and do rehab with them. That's when she realized, wow, 
I've been lied to my whole life. And she, yeah, I was so, I wanted to cry. I was like, wow. Wow. These are the struggles that we're still going through. Yeah. I will say that, I mean, maybe she did say this and you didn't say it, but like she, or you specifically mentioned like that's how society puts it. But I was glad that you didn't say that's how my parents raised me to be. Because there are definitely, Mm -hmm. definitely people who literally grow up learning the the depths of racism. Or being taught that those niggers over there, we don't like them. Or they should be treated less than. Or Mm -hmm. anybody that isn't white should be treated less than always and forever. Like, there are literally families that, from the womb, uh, train their children right. to hate other people. Right. And the funny thing is that the minute these people need help and a black person is on the EMS truck or the police officer that's escorting them to the hospital, I mean, you're going to die. At this point, does color matter? No. I mean, you still got to the hospital safe and sound. What if you were blind and you didn't know? You know? That reminds me of a Grey's Anatomy episode where Dr. Bailey, who's black and a female, um, had to perform a surgery on this guy that had a Nazi um, tattoo. Like, it was huge on his chest. Like, it literally took up his entire chest. Had performed surgery on him, um, and I mean she toughed up and did it. I mean no best practice, but that was a hard episode to watch. It really was because I was just like, as helping professionals, doctors, dentists, therapists, social workers, all that and the above, we have to put aside how we feel about certain topics and still help and it can be rough sometimes but like it's just it's sad like because we're treated as blacks or Mm -hmm. whatever as less than and then Mm -hmm. the oppressor for lack of better words comes to you seeking help and you're just like why should I help you but I'm going to because it's part of my job and I'm right and I'm bigger than that. Ugh, man. So, there was this one episode. Now we're kind of going into TV. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, Proven Innocent. And there is a black lawyer that had to defend a Nazi slash racist person. Like, a white that. supremacist. Mm-hmm. And the way he oh, handled was, it was oof, so gracious. Boss. To the point where his wife didn't even want him in his life and in her life anymore. I think they separated over that. And so they're not together anymore. But I'm just like, the fact that at the end of the episode, he said, you know what? I shook his hand. I hope my handshake does more for him than any other handshake could have. Like, I mm-hmm. forgot exactly what he said, mm-hmm. but it's just mm-hmm. like, wow. Wow. Yeah, wow that was wow, a good episode. Wow. But yeah. But. Moving forward, <laughs> um, with all this happening, it's a good eye-opener that it's very much so alive. 
And the fact that, you know, we're not supposed to... How do we even celebrate who we are as a people if people are going to tell us that we look like we're not good enough or untamed or we're always complaining? (laughs) That is what frustrated me because I wanted to hop on top of that chair and be like, (laughs) excuse me, but then I would be proving his point. And Mm -hmm. the nice thing... Wow, like, honestly, I praise God every day because before I walk into that office, I say a short prayer. And so the one of the goals that we made for the session was <coughs> ask questions. Excuse me. Just converse with other people. Mm-hmm. Because I would hate for you to put that wall up and then people not, you know, be able to educate you. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad that you said that. Because this whole time I was thinking about a conversation that I had with a high school friend and her husband. I think I told you about this, Alex and Alex. Um, Uh So, um, Alex and Alex are a white couple. And they read this book. Crap, I can't remember the name of it. Um, But basically, it was by a white female author that basically um, was telling the audience to as a um a white person to it's that it's your job to educate yourself and that the black people shouldn't have to educate you on their struggles and all of that and what they go through and stuff Facts. and i'm just like why can't everyone acknowledge that or see that cuz it's just like it's true oh my gosh like i don't have to answer everything like no Google is right at your fingertips Thank every you. single day, 24-7-365. Like, what on earth? But I just... I wish more people were <clears throat> open to being self-educated about things that they don't understand about different cultures. Right. right. And so, to tie this into mental health, because our podcast is a platform for mental health... Mm-hmm. Um, so today I was completing a module from for work because you have to be certified in some things. And today's topic was on culture and doing therapy with someone who doesn't have the same culture as you. Mm-hmm. And one of the facts that came up was African Americans slash blacks, um, they don't tend to go to therapy because of the socioeconomic stigmas against them. And African Americans are known to have minimalize their stresses like they make it look like you know it's not a big deal and see like with this going on like think about it going back to slavery and all this stuff happening one thing that we've learned is keep going don't stop Mm -hmm. and so the thing is that's awesome advice keep pushing Mm -hmm. but sometimes keep pushing is not enough and that's why it's important for you as people, I would say therapists, but for people to be educated in how to be competent in their conversations, culturally, yeah. ethnically, um, <laughs> racially, socially, just mm-hmm. learn how people's traditions are. You don't have to be like, oh, I don't know what that is. Ask, <laughs> what is that? Instead of, I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, ill, say, why is it tasting like that? Why is it so prominently tasting like that? Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I feel it. Like, even in the 
I don't know if you can use this word outside of the black culture, the diaspora, but like even with cultures within your cultures, mm-hmm. ask questions. Like mm-hmm. I, I have African friends that I don't understand their cultures, and I ask questions. I have Caribbean friends. I don't understand everything about it, but I ask questions. That's true. And one thing I've learned too is not to get so offended because before I used to be like, why are you asking me these questions? Not to you like personally, but like in general, Americans would always ask me these questions, but the way that they would ask it is in such a condescending way. And that's one thing I learned about Americans versus Canadians is that it's like, there's almost like a little undertone to it. But I was like, you know what? Let me just answer the question because they legitimately don't know. Mm-hmm. And even though they may have asked me in a disrespectful manner, I'm going to be respectful because I'm a respectable person. Mm-hmm. So. And for education purposes, and just, yeah, I get that completely. Yeah. Like, um, mm-hmm. Anyways. So it's not only within African-American people. Yeah. It's Asians <clears throat> that don't believe in um, getting help either because they think it's, odd or off to go get mental health help even like i don't know about white people because they didn't really talk about the caucasian culture because they said that 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 gets the help because they have the means to go get the help Mm -hmm. and not even just the financial side it's the way that it's seen in every culture Mm -hmm. like you just said with the asian culture i feel like asian hispanic and black cultures all have that in common with receiving professional help like for counseling or therapy they all have that same idea that oh it's for people with strong diagnosis like schizophrenia yeah you can't go get help just because you're stressed out uh yeah you can yeah that's that's like you know they say gateway drug but it's like a gateway to depression yes Mm -hmm. for sure and even like the sad thing is that they said that um, black people are most likely to go to the emergency room for mental health problems instead of just going to a mm. counseling room. And it's like, why is that? Mm. Why is that? Well, <clears throat> from things that I have read and, you know, textbooks and all that in education, um, I feel like because <clears throat> a lot of people don't realize that literally mind, body, and soul are one. And one one thing is down it affects everything else mm. so your mental health is trash then your body's going to feel it trash. like i tell yeah. i tell my clients that yeah. pay attention to the emotions that you feel and pay attention to what is happening physiologically in your body so yeah. like there are things that are associated with different emotions so like when people get angry a lot of times they their skin gets hot or flushed right or their heart beats faster. That can happen with different emotions. Right. Anxiety, anger, fear, whatever. <clears throat> but your body will literally tell you everything. So because their stress or whatever has become, um, has exacerbated to the point where it now has become physically, a physical ailment, then um, they think, oh, it's just somatic. It's just my body. Right. But no. There's so, so much all, going on in your head. We, we all have bad days. It. And it's like, no, like you are legitimately, legitimately suffering from bipolar or, disease yeah, or something. Anxiety, you know what I'm saying? depression, yeah. something. Your body is going to feel yeah. everything. And it'll tell you sooner. Well, sometimes later. But it'll Just tell you. To insert right there, I have 
I can testify to that because mm-hmm. um, at my other job that I just quit, I was so stressed and when I got mm-hmm. home, I just felt no motivation and I actually gained weight in some areas that I didn't know I could gain weight in. But the stress makes you do that. But the thing is also is that I dreaded going to work. And even mm-hmm. though I made more money at my last job um, and this job, last night when I fell asleep, I was like, I'm excited to go to work. And the thing is today, as we were pack- as I was packing up for, um, for this trip, I was fitting into my clothes again. And I was like, what? <laughs> and now I'm realizing like I'm going back to like single digit between double like i'm between an eight and a ten now and i'm like before i was like 12 14 because i not Mm -hmm. that i left myself go it's just my body was rejecting whatever i was trying to do to try and lose weight or to stay healthy Mm -hmm. because i was still exercise but my body was Mm -hmm. combating against it yeah yeah it's real man like oh my word i just i wish there was like a magic button that will just heal everybody's hurt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but then we'd be out of jobs. <laughs> Not that I wish for people to hurt. <laughs> no, it's true. But, man. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, so. like, it hurts me as a therapist and as a person to see other people hurt and go through things and just, uh, it's a lot. So we all need to take care of ourselves. Yeah. In every way. Yeah. Yeah, all the way around. I'm sorry, peeps and listeners, for, like, making this a cultural thing. But honestly, this is what the platform is for, venting mm-hmm. and talking about mental health. And the fact that if someone tells you, why are you complaining, when you know that you legitimately <clears throat> are not complaining and it's a real concern, do not belittle yourself. Talk about it with someone who you trust. Mm-hmm. Go find a best friend. Go find your mentor. Um, as Brandy would say, go to therapy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> That's where you should, like, copyright that. But, like, find somebody to talk to about it. Just get it off your chest. And if you don't have that somebody, get your phone, record yourself, make a video, voice note it, and then yeah. in a couple weeks, go back and listen to it and dissect yourself. Be like, what was I going through and what mm-hmm. was different? Come on, therapy homework. Ah! <laughs> Listen, I'm the queen of goal making. <laughs> if we don't talk about anything in session, okay, so what are we going to do next week that we yeah. can do differently? Mm-hmm. Always. Um, I guess to close, maybe, unless we think of something else. But yeah. <clears throat> um, it just jogged my memory of the mental health tip this week. Um about exploring your past to, you know, get to a brighter future. Guys, it's so necessary. Like, especially for mm. for cultures that press on through things. Sermon. <laughs> Sermon. Sermon. Because there's so many small things yes. that build up and build up and build up. And you don't yes. realize that you have 16 bags you're carrying when you only have to carry one. Yes. Come on, Pastor. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> you know, to piggyback on that too, you know that picture? We had it up one day for Mental Health Monday, I believe. We had a picture up 
of um, an anger iceberg. Yes. And all this stuff underneath it. Oh. The past week and a half, I've been using that picture Mm. as an example. And so I said, I've always asked, so what are you really feeling? Because I know you're not angry. Yeah. And then they'd be like. Anger is a secondary emotion, by the way. It is. And when the minute I ask that, they go, you know what? He might be jealous of me or, you know, he's gone through some stuff. And so he puts that on me and I'm hurt. And it's like, that's exactly mm-hmm. what you're mm-hmm. feeling, hurt. Mm-hmm. Yes. And anger is a cover-up because what it is, anger is known to be like, oh, this tough, bad girl. Oh, she, she run things or whatever. She, you know, she's on top of the world. Mm-hmm. But being mean doesn't mean that you're boss. Being mean just means that you're covering up something that's really happening and you yeah. don't know how to control your emotions. Mm. Mm. Wow. Okay. So, and I told myself I would love to print that picture and put it up on my office wall. Please do. So. Bro, like, okay, I feel like it's time for us to come off of our mental health soapbox. No, for real. And our therapy lifestyle high. Oh my high, gosh. Yeah. like, I'm on cloud 900 right now, as opposed to nine. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow, okay. <clears throat> yeah. I just don't have anything left to say because I'm just so high. But okay. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Well, thanks for letting me share, too. Like, I know that we were yeah. just talk about physical touch, but this is love languages for real. Like, how do you treat people on a daily basis and how mm-hmm. do you treat yourself? What do you think about yourself? Self care. For self-love, real. Self love, self respect. Come on now. There you go. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't know how to respect yourself, you will not respect other people. Mm hmm. At all. Everything's a two-way street. There you go. Starting with yourself. Well, once again, thank you <laughs> for rocking with us guys throughout this season. And I think we will do a bonus episode <laughs> or something along the way. Yeah. But we'll continue. Just because the season is over, we will continue the Mental Health Mondays. Absolutely. Um. Also, please, like... Write on our page or um, email us at the common no <laughs> commonplace pod x at gmail dot com or the Facebook page the commonplace podcast. Um, specific topics that you want us to dive into for Mental Health Monday, because um, <clears throat> you know that would be helpful sometimes. Because <laughs> we want to produce content that people want to hear. Of course. So, um, Joe, give us ideas on what you would like to hear and yeah. we will produce that content for you but um <clears throat> at some point we'll be back with physical touch <laughs> <laughs> wow thanks for always tuning in guys for sure. we appreciate you love you, you all bye, bye. <laughs>